Imagine not knowing what your income would be each week. Financial planning would be a nightmare. More than 90% of Vision's income is free will donations. When supporters commit to monthly giving, it provides greater certainty when budgeting for regular expenses and weighing up new opportunities that arise. And knowing we can rely on regular monthly gifts takes some guesswork out of operating a faith ministry. Monthly givers who share our mission are called Visionary Extra Mile Partners. And right now, you are invited to join this growing group of faithful supporters. The amount of your tax-deductible monthly gift is completely up to you. But what is most important is knowing that you are standing with us to reach Australia with the gospel. To become a Visionary Extra Mile partner, click the banner in the Vision app or go to vision.org.au slash extra mile. It only takes a few minutes, but will have an eternal impact. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Sometimes it's hard to imagine what happens when you are a missionary in places like Africa where the lions are the kings of the jungle and the crocodiles rule the rivers. Our next guest baptizes people in crocodile-infested rivers, has killed many deadly cobras in his own front yard, and one of his team was even mauled by a ferocious lion. Jerry and Yana Lackey lead LoveBotswana.Outreach Mission. They've spent the majority of their lives in Botswana since being sent there as missionaries more than 30 years ago. Jerry is joining us now. Jerry, welcome. Good morning, Andrew. Good to be with you today, all the way from Botswana, Africa. Yeah, well, good to be with you. Now, you are based in a town called Maun, M-A-U-N, in Botswana. And why is Maun significant in Botswana? Well, Maun is the gateway to the Okavonga Delta, which is a world-renowned Delta area, and and where we have all the game reserves. I think we have about 140,000 elephants here, and it has become a World Heritage Site, as well as the gateway for everyone who wants to, you know, enjoy and see the Okavonga Delta. So it's a beautiful little safari town. It's uh, a village that's becoming more of a town, but when uh, Jan and I came here in 1987, there were there's no electricity, no tarred roads. It was really quite a different place. And you've seen uh, quite a few celebrities go through Mound, haven't you, on their way to that Delta region to experience African safaris. Tell us uh, the sort of celebrities you've been uh, spotting in Mound over the years. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, Mound is a place where people are not really enamored with celebs, and so they feel that they can come here, the private jets. We have a little airport, which is tiny little airport, but it's the busiest airport in the Southern Hemisphere, mostly with private safari jets and bush planes coming in and out uh, for safaris. But yeah, we've seen a lot. Uh, Prince Harry uh, loves his place, and, and uh, he uh, he's come here often. Uh, he actually has his own guide license. Uh, Prince Williams, we've seen um, pretty much Oprah, all the movie stars come in and out of here, people like Ted Turner back in the day. Uh, we've had Joe Jonas with us from the Jonas Brothers who spent some time with our mission and went into some of the uh, schools with us and uh, helped us with one of our programs called Reach for Life. But, yeah, it's a very popular place. People come into the village and get in a bush plane and disappear out into these beautiful uh, luxury camps out in the Okavongo 
uh, some of the best and the last of pristine Africa on the continent. Yeah. And so I guess let's go back to when you said you first arrived in Mountain in 1987. How did a young American couple end up in Africa as missionaries? Yeah, that's the, that's the question that people always ask. What brought you to Botswana? You know, uh, we were in America as Americans. Uh, both were living the American dream, my wife and I, before we married. She was working in uh, radio communications and, and uh, concert promotions throughout the state of Texas and southern part of uh, America. I was working uh, with a corporation in, uh, and doing marketing and uh, mass store layouts for them uh, as a designer. And then God kind of wrecked our lives. She was in Bible school. Uh, this is before we met in, uh, at Christ of the Nations in Dallas, Texas. Had an encounter with God while she was uh, in chapel service from a guest speaker from Swaziland, and God literally shook her and, and called her to Africa. Uh, we didn't meet for about five years in between that time, but I was at Lakewood Church uh, under the leadership of, of the late, great Pastor John Osteen. And in that two year uh, years that I was studying at Lakewood Bible Institute, watched a film by Dr. T.L. Osborne called Black Gold, which was a documentary uh, that he had done, an old 16 millimeter of some work in Nigeria. And uh, God used that to literally also wreck my life. I left the classroom and said, well, you know, God, I don't know what you want out of me, but I'm going to make myself available to you. And and that was the start. Uh, my wife and I met uh, uh, a few years later. We were both attending the same church, got married in 1986, put our wedding gifts in storage and came to Botswana, Africa with only a call from God and $300. And uh, <laughs> we, I love we that. believe that God would provide for us, and he did and has. And he and has, continues yeah. to set a table before us in the wilderness, yeah. And I want to interject there because there's a, there's a great, there's a little, and you might, you may not have said this, so I'm going to say it, Jerry, I know that you've told me that Dr. T.L. Osborne, whose movie just wrecked your life and you saw him preaching in Africa, but there's a great ending to that story, isn't there, that you got to preach with Dr. T.L. Osborne in India in one of his last big public campaigns a few years back. I did. It was just like a kiss from God, because I always admired him, and of course, God used him to, to bring us to Africa. And uh, so, yeah, exactly. I got a call from a friend, and he said, I can't make a commitment in India. Would you go for me? So I went and taught at the pastor's uh, conference in the mornings, and then was on the platform in the evening with a TL, stayed in the same hotel with him for about two weeks. We had lunch every day together, and fantastic. Uh, it was one of the greatest uh, moments, really, of my life. Uh, not so much because of TL, but just because of him, the work that he's done, and how God connected me to Africa through him. And of course, to actually see uh, an evangelist of his caliber and the gift upon him in the masses. I think the night that uh, we were on the crusade, it was probably 200,000 people in India. So fantastic and yeah uh what an honor it was for for me to be there with him and it was the goodness of god wasn't it just that just sort of took you there after watching this guy on a, on a movie but uh, tell us about baptizing new converts in crocodile infested waters in botswana what's that all about 
Oh, right. I mean, it's not like I go out and look for rivers with crocodiles in them, <laughs> but we work in very remote areas, and uh, our ministry has always been reaching the unreached, you know, telling the untold, and, and so that's our heartbeat, although we've established quite a, a, a ministry, a base here in Maun, uh that spans, you know, uh, a vast area. But, you know, in early years, and we still continue to do that, we, we work in very remote villages, uh, we preach and teach the gospel there, and as converts uh, are there, there are no facilities, no baptism pools, there are no swimming pools, and so what we have is the Okavonga River, and um, I think the incredible thing is, is I don't think we're being careless, but you know, you do what you can do with what you got where you're at, and uh, you have the river, and you have people who are sincere, who've given their life to Christ. And they want to follow in water baptism and obedience to Christ. And so they're willing. And because they're willing, I have to be willing <laughs> to get in the river and baptize them. And we thank God for His grace. We've never lost anybody. I actually baptized my firstborn son, Remick, in the river when he's 18 years old. And, and yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting because, um, you know, you, you just— you just find what's available to you. So oftentimes, you know, these days, you know, we, we think we can't do ministry unless we have the latest, greatest technology in our church with LED screens. And I like all that stuff, but, you know, you can do a lot with what's there if you just just start someplace. You so know? true. And, and you said that, you know, the people are willing, well, you're willing, and I'm sure God is willing to uh, to just sort of send the crocodiles away for a, a few minutes or as long as it takes to baptize the new converts. Incredible story, Jerry, and incredible work you're doing. How many churches have you seen birthed across Botswana since you went to Mound there and started the, the main church that you now pastor? Right. So uh, the main church in Maun uh, is Maun Village Church. And then we have planted uh, 14 other churches in uh, Botswana, and all these are in unreached areas, many among the Humbukushu tribe and the Baye tribe, which uh, in the early years had no witness of the gospel, nor did they have any churches that were life-giving in their villages, just, you know, traditional churches. And so uh, those churches are going, being led by national pastors and growing and strengthening. In fact, on July 17th to the 21st, we're having our annual pastors conference up in the Okavongo. We literally have it right alongside the river with the hippos and the crocodiles, and it's a beautiful thing. And uh, so 14 churches in, in Botswana, and then we've crossed over into Namibia, and we have three churches now in uh, Papa, uh, Papa Falls, Namibia, and a couple other uh, villages outside of Amazing. Amazing, yeah. So God's just used you guys to reach the unreached. And let's talk about children, Jerry, and babies. I know that you guys saw a real need for helping children and babies that came from difficult circumstances. So tell me what you and your wife did about that. Okay, that's a great question, Andrew. First of all, I just want to say that no woman wants to abandon a baby, and I wouldn't want to... Uh, paint the 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 nation as this is something that all women do. It's 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 women. Oftentimes they come over from Zimbabwe. They're in desperate situation because of the economy there. It's it's young girls that are in desperate situations. They have no income, uh, and in in desperation, oftentimes they um, they do abandon babies or 
we don't have a safe law here like most countries where you can leave a baby at a police station, a fire station. And so they find themselves in difficult circumstances. And for whatever reason, uh, we uh, have developed a uh, rescue center called Lerato House, which in Sitswana means love. And so it's like the house of love. And we're the only uh, rescue center uh, in the country that is licensed to take uh, babies and children with uh, severe disabilities. And we uh, were licensed in 2009. It's an incredible work. It's God's heart is just so touched with that work there. And we find that uh, we've been able to help so many children. And so it's a rescue center and it works with the government to admit orphans and vulnerable children and children definitely living with disabilities. Uh, we've had more than 100 children that have stayed at Lerato House with the good news of probably 81 children leaving to be reunited with families or adopted families, which is the goal, is to help them find families. And we prefer to see them become adopted within the nation so they can stay in their culture. But just to give you an idea of, of what takes care of, what, what goes on there, we, we provide 24-hour, round-the-clock, physical, mental educational, spiritual, uh, as well as uh, psychological care for these orphans. Um, we have uh, a staff that's 24-7, three shifts. Uh, we've done more than 100, and I think we've changed. Think about this, you fathers out there and mothers. We've changed over 120,000 diapers wow. and 9,000 loads. <laughs> say, say, say that again. How many diapers? Yeah. How many diapers was that? Say that again. Over 120,000 diapers and washed over 9,000 loads of laundry. Oh, wow. Uh, 1,250 hours of play therapy. So it's a full-time and uh, 24-hour residential care. We've seen just, you know, quickly, we've seen kids who had no life, nothing before them. Lives turned around. They're living healthy lives, happy, healthy, and doing great. We thank God for that work of the Rachel House. Amazing, Jerry. Amazing. And even today, you're at a conference, and there's there's something uh, a new initiative being launched at this conference. Just tell us what's going on today at the conference you're at. Yeah, it's it's, it's very exciting. We have a ministry within Love with Swan or to to the deaf. We help them find jobs and uh, help them get placed in the safari industry. And so uh, we've also partnered with the Botswana Bible Society uh, as they've worked on translation work. Uh, with several languages that have been translated in the New Testament, Old Testament. And today we're launching in partnership uh, the first deaf Bible for the for the deaf here. It's beautiful, of course, you know, every page is, is in, in pictures and sign language. And uh, so we're officially launching that today. The minister is here, and, and it's a house full of uh, pastors and leaders from all over the Ngami land, Okavongo district. Very exciting. Yeah, that is so exciting, Jerry. Jerry, it's so good to hear what is going on in Botswana. That is such a good summary of what God is doing, not only in your lives and in your church, but just in the nation in general. And if someone uh, listening today wants to catch up on more on what's going on there, lovebotswana.org is the website. Or if you can go to Facebook, go Love Botswana, search up Love Botswana, and you can find the incredible work that Jerry and Jana and the team are doing there in the Love Botswana Ministry and Church in Mound there. Jerry, thank you so much for your time today. So good to hear what's happening in Botswana and looking forward to speaking to you again in the future. Thank you, Andrea. Have an awesome day. Nice chatting with you today. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.